0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Success Secrets and Stories. My name is John Wendelowski. I'm the host of this program with my co host and friend, Greg Powell. Greg? Hey, everybody. Yeah. And we're here to talk about leadership and, and elements of leadership that I have seen in my career and things that Greg has seen in, in his career. But one of the key focuses for Dr. Durst's work and I've said this before, there's a lot of key focuses, but Dr. Durst described management's role as human development. And I have dealt with a lot of organizations that don't understand that that is a core goal of management. We have to develop our staff. In 2023, there are people that don't have good backgrounds Unfortunately, they're not coming out of college sometimes or out of high school with the right kind of backgrounds. And you can't complain that they're not capable. You have to help them. It's human development. Those those things in terms of taking the responsible approach is not saying they should have sent us better people. It's how do we help good people get up to speed in order to bring them along? So it's human development. And When I started with Johnson and Johnson, they they were very good in terms of sending me to Dr. Durst to learn what leadership is involved. And when I came back from the training class, they gave me the second component of leadership. Now, I'll admit this was back late '80s, early '90s. So organizations change, and I don't know exactly what they what they're doing right now. So the one component that I liked was a. My new manager would sat me down and he wanted to talk about the core leadership competencies. What what are the expectations of the organization? And think about that for a second. How many organizations actually are going to give you the keys to what it is to get promoted? But what's interesting is that they put a little bit of a caveat on it. The line that my manager said was, there's basically eight to 10 rules, but if you don't get the first four or five right, the odds are you're not going to be here very long. Mm-hmm. But if you can start doing some of those things that are, are developmental and, and really the, the components of taking leadership to the next role, it's when you can do the other four or five that are key. So let's, let's just go over the list because it's it's pretty straightforward a key component, very, very core is leads by setting goals and establishing vision and motivating others to pursue those goals. So you have that leadership of where you want to go. You're describing that goal. Leads others by initiative and working towards a common purpose to handle a a critical task. So it's yourself and others in order to get to the end here is an interesting component of that basic requirement extending influence beyond the chain of command in many situations leaders use indirect means of influence of diplomacy negotiation mediation arbitration you can use every one of those kind of words to, to find consensus to define a way to find co- coordination and to influence those kind of decisions. It's not just posturing, it's actually driving results. But when you're, when you're a good communicator, you understand how to go beyond just your assignment and influence executive management. And the next core, the, the, the key, the, the first four leads by example. To be consistent in terms of your role so that others can see that it isn't just a show. It's it's how you conduct yourself. Those are the expectations that others are are going to expect from you.
1: It's how you show your business life.
0: Yes. Yes. And if if you're if you're not walking the walk, talking the talk, it's it's transparent. They can see it. Now the next one is where that pivotal piece of if you if you're doing those basic components you can keep your job. Now these goals going forward are the ones in terms of advancement. If you actually understand these goals, these requirements, you have the ability to advance. This is my I think this is probably my second week on the job that I was getting this list. Communication, period. Communication is essential to all other leadership. Expectations. Develops. Developing the positive environment in which the organization can flourish, prepare oneself, and develop other leaders. Now, the focus goes from you to others. You're communicating, you're developing others. So when you think about business applications, people talk about, there's nobody prepared for that next job. That's your job. You're supposed to be developing staff. You're supposed to be developing bench. If you have a department that is seeing turnovers because they're aging out, you're having limited people coming in, that isn't something that you can blame others for. You have to engage in that process. Creates a positive environment. Leaders produce the setting and the healthy relationships and if. Effective work behaviors in order to create a positive work environment. Understand now, this is how leaders are supposed to be evaluated. If you can create a positive environment, you have to understand how it's being received and how your staff is interacting.
1: John, I would argue that 10 or 15 years ago, it was different than it is today. With the new generations coming in, that positive environment is critical. And and you had mentioned in another podcast how ethics are
0: part of that evaluation, right? That's exactly right. Tell, yeah. tell me a little bit about how ethics change those environments for new employees. How how
1: they're looking for demonstration of that. So in, in the old days, John, we used to have a scale, five being high, one being low. Where are you at on the ethical scale? Are you a two? Are you a three? Are you maybe a four or five? Well, now that scale doesn't exist. You're either ethical or you're not. And ah. That's what's expected. Expected you come in, do the right things. Expected to to uh, behave in the right way, um, and that's what the expectation is now. Versus kind of working your way up to it. It's table stakes. You're a compliant, ethical uh, employee.
0: And and they're making decisions on whether they want to work with the organization. When they ask that question, that's one of those interviewing questions that you do as a new employee to see what you get for a response. That's right. Um, another component from from this training class, this first two weeks on a job, prepares yourself. Leaders ensure that they are prepared to execute their leadership responsibility f- fully. So what classes do I need to take? No one is doing that for you in this organization. You're supposed to be doing that yourself. If you don't feel that you understand a key component of the job in order to perform the task, take the training class. Don't wait for somebody to tell you you need to take the training class prepare yourself. One of the things I learned is that I, I joined, uh, clubs or, or organizations to help me, uh, understand from peers to, to expose myself to other thoughts, other organizations. So one of the things that I am involved with is, um, engineering societies so that I can learn something about the trades that are staying current All those things to prepare yourself, even now I'm still learning. And that's the fun part of being prepared. Again, so developing others means that you are not only going through the process of developing others, you're promoting others. Understand, these are the requirements to say that you are capable of taking the next level of management. Well, who have you actually promoted and, and developed to the point where they've advanced. And then the bottom line that should be the bottom line of any executive, of any leader, is you have to get results, results that are achieving something of value. Now, who do you think actually wrote this list? Yeah, you, I mean, you can think of a whole, a, a whole bunch of people. This is the handbook from the U.S. Army on core leadership competencies. Yeah. And these are universal in terms of leaders. It is such a poignant, effective way of communicating what it takes to be advanced. What does it take to be an executive? Having these elements are how you lead people into battle, how you lead people in terms of organizations. It's relevant. And I think that piece of it really helped me a lot to understand what I need to do is take the focus of how many people I've promoted. And that's how I gauge gauge myself in terms of whether I'm a good leader or not. If I never got anyone advanced, I didn't do my job. Now, Greg, your training from the HR side of this is totally different. I mean, there's different experiences that you've had to develop people. Let's talk about how the HR side of this piece kind of intertwines. Absolutely,
1: John. Well, HR also has some tools for the leadership toolbox. And one of the things that you'd mentioned earlier was competencies and companies having competency-based training and competency examples. Uh, when I came to my my last company, there were 17 competencies, uh, which was a mouthful, right? Wow. Uh, and our, our training curriculum was based on that. We whittled it down to seven competencies with the help of operations management, uh, partner with them in the business to make sure we came up with things that were understandable in that. And there's so many uh, models out there. There's so many versions of competencies. You could have it as simple as leading, developing, and achieving. And that's the three competencies that one company wants to use. Another might say self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, responsible Uh, decision-making. The list goes on and on. But you have to find out what's good for your company if you don't already have that. Uh, Work with your HR person to make sure what those competencies are. Um, Also, they should somehow um, meet with the culture, mix with the culture of your organization. A company that says we really believe in in people development, that's part of the culture. And they want to to perpetuate that by having leaders uh, work on leadership uh, team development. There's so many different ways to get training courses for supervisors, much more than when John and I started back in whatever. Yeah. Um, right? <laughs> uh, it is unbelievable. The different ways to deliver uh, uh, supervisory work, uh, training courses for supervisors. There's in-house coursework specifically designed, delivered by company training staff for you companies with you know, folks that work for large companies with big staffs. You've got some things right there at your disposal. There's a famous off the shelf coursework. You can look it up yourself. Uh, be delivered by an external professional facilitator on your site if you want. There's public seminars. And I, I've got a couple of stories I, I'll tell in a later part, a podcast John and I had regarding going to a public seminar and, and some of the <laughs> things that were going on with that. We'll save that for another day. Now those are offered in person or online. There are university-sponsored programs. Some of our great institutions of finer learning offer business um, training for supervisors on campus. And they will draw something up just for you with your specific needs in that. Then, of course, there's a self-paced independent study programs. So anyone says there's not any training really available. Yes, there is. But as John has talked about, what we've been talking about is taking responsibility for that.
0: Now, yeah, yeah. Ahead, and, we're, and we're going to be diving into, like, my, my book is called Leadership Toolbox. And and these are wonderful tools that should be in the toolbox We'll be, you know, talking about different applications from your background and things that you thought was effective. And I think that's kind of the key here is that we're going to have a little bit of a focus from an MBR lens. Mm -hmm. But, you know, who's supposed to be telling you to take these classes? Uh, That would be the person you see in the mirror in the morning. That's right. That's the one who's supposed to be helping and developing what you need to prepare yourself for your career, for your life.
1: Yeah, John, I can tell you from my experience, the employees, uh, especially the young supervisors that were most impressive were those that said, hey, Greg, I need some help with a training class. I've been looking some things up, but I'm not sure if it makes sense. Can you help me? Or do you have someone that can help me? Versus someone coming in my office says, I can't believe they want me to go to this training class for a day and a half. It's about leadership. I've been a leader forever and a day. Uh, That attitude certainly tells me a lot about what this person is willing to do.
0: I just saw a little excerpt from Steve job early into his career. And he, he made this wonderful quote starting out. If you pick up the phone and ask, everybody will answer there. There is no real resistance. If you don't ask is the problem. Those who ask will usually find the help. And how many times have we seen people basically freeze on the idea of picking up the phone and talking to you and say, Greg, do you have some suggestions on a course that I could take to fill in the blank of something I want to improve? You'd answer the question in a heartbeat and you'd follow up because that's, that's who you are. A lot of us would do that. All you have to do is ask.
1: That's exactly it, John. And you need to ask if you want to be responsible for your development. Yes, your boss has a responsibility, but you also have an agreement that you're going to actively participate as well. Um. Uh, the side story, one of my favorite jobs, because i worked a lot of jobs in HR, is trainer, yep. being a training specialist, being a training manager, but training specialist, helping somebody learn something uh, new or how to do something better, especially in the area of, of, of people management. Uh, so near and dear to my heart. Um, every once in a while, you'll get that question, well, who's eligible to attend? Do I already need to be a supervisor? You know, can I be a lead maybe on my way to being a supervisor? And ideally, the participant uh, should get some training before they get into that role, before they're let loose, right? Yeah, people helpful. responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Setting them up and the team up for success would imply that they've gone through some basic fundamental training uh, on supervisory uh, management. Sometimes I get the question, should bad supervisors attend the course for remedial training? <laughs> I would tell you, sometimes you the answer is yes. yes. If you've yeah. you got an investment in these people and you've got training class, maybe there's a couple things they're not really as good at as they should be. yes. Uh, they yeah. should be considered for remedial training on certain aspects of supervisory leadership. And I I, I have
0: used the words a reset rather than, you know, remedial or, or punitive. Mm-hmm. It's it's trying to get a mindset because whatever leadership was there before, there are expectations. Like I'm talking about the ones of preparing others and getting other people to advance. You could be working for a dictator and it was one of those threats and bribe kind of environments. And you need to reset that approach. There's nothing wrong with going for a reset training program either.
1: That's exactly right, John. And that reminds me of the gentleman I talked about in a previous podcast that was a really good leader uh, that was in the achievement and responsible area. Uh, this was something that he he was really, really good at. Uh, yeah. He was good at sending his folks to training, talking to them about what kind of training to get. And then something that I think is really, really important, uh, two things. One, lifelong learning. It's not just check mark. I went to these two classes and... Yeah. 2017 and I'm done for life. There's new thinking, there's refresh opportunities, um, all kinds of reasons to make this kind of a lifelong learning when it's pertinent to you, the training. And then the second thing is, is it effective? How do I know it's effective? Just because I went doesn't mean it's effective. Did I practice what I learned? Did I ask somebody to observe me in a situation to see if I was doing better or something I was trying to get better at? Um, So just fact that you go uh, is a good start but it's not a guarantee that you've learned and been able to apply. So you really need to get engaged in the training, the effectiveness, um, and and question yourself and challenge yourself to make sure you've demonstrated the learning.
0: And and I think the the one part that I've, I've found interesting in terms of training is there, there has to be an involvement on the person who's taking the class. And whenever the teacher would stop and say, and, and really, this happened in, in, during my MBA uh, course. What's your take-home value? What did you learn? There was a look of, oh, you, you mean you wanted <laughs> us to listen? Uh, <laughs> but the, the take-home value was an interesting question that you should understand something new. It's really, really rare that you go to a training class and learn nothing. There, there's some pearl of wisdom that is there if you're listening just, just complying with the training class is where you have that punitive, you're going for the supervisor's training because you're you're already a supervisor and you really don't see the problem. That yeah, that's somebody that's checked out, is physically in the seat, but his checked out. What did you learn? What's your take-home value? What did you pull from this meeting that this this training? What did you actually find that you can apply in the work environment? Dr. Durst did that when he was teaching his seminar, good good teachers will do that. They're not afraid of somebody saying, I didn't learn anything. You didn't tell me anything I didn't know. Congratulations. You have you know a very good background, but there's somebody else in the room that learned something. So let's listen to who else is in the room. I found That's that as a very helpful tool.
1: That's right, John. In the old days, there was what was called the smile sheet you finish the training class and you do a little check mark and you turn it in really quickly so you could leave the classroom and go yep. whatever. Uh, to your point, it's better to have a sheet that says, what did I learn today? How am I going to apply what I learned? Uh, what's new to me that I didn't understand before and now it's become, uh, I'll make it part of my repertoire moving forward. Really digging into the benefits of the training and the learning so that it's applicable. Now, you can go into a training class. I had one on Microsoft, how to work with a
0: mouse. I won't tell you what year it was in, but seriously, it was a Microsoft training class, and it was a mandatory class. And the person starts talking about the mouse. It's like I think I already know about the mouse. So there's <laughs> there's some classes that yeah, you you maybe you shouldn't be taking. But um, I'm I have I would say ninety five percent of the classes that I've taken I've learned something. Mm-hmm. Same here. Same
1: here. So next podcast. What are we gonna be talking about, Greg? So imagine this concept, John. What you get is what you want. But there's a difference between a goal and a wish. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think
0: Dr. Durst the way he phrased it was, What you get, is that what you want? Is that is that is that really what you want? <laughs> um yeah, I think it's an interesting subject and, and a lot of fun that I think we'll talk about during our next podcast. So uh, if you like what you've heard, my book, Building Your Leadership Toolbox, is available on lulu.com and amazon.com. My ebook is available on Barnes & Noble. You have found success secrets and stories on your podcast. Thank you. It's available on a lot of other formats tell others please. Dr. Durs's book and his MBR program is available on successgrowthacademy.com. And the music is brought to you by my grandson.
1: So, thanks Greg. Thanks John. As always. Next, next time. time. Yeah.